Thank you for joining our broadcast today at City Life Church. We would love to hear how God is using this ministry to change your life. So please take a moment to send us your story at info at citylifechurch.cc. And if God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially to help us to bring God's word to other people. You can go to our website at citylifechurch.cc to find the giving options that work best for you. We've got an encouraging word for you, and we pray that you lean in and engage as we head into the auditorium for today's message. Just jump right into the word today. Man, what a great atmosphere all day long. I'm telling you, I just stepped our East Lake campus. It was fire over there. I, just God's moving nine o'clock here. I'm sure Wesley is having a great day too. I haven't heard that report. Pastor EJ speaking over there today. And so thankful for just a great team, a diverse team that is just so gifted in so many areas that makes ministry across this region and around the world capable. I want to talk to you today from the subject, my praise, my praise. You know, this last season we've been talking about our minds being right. We just came out of a mastermind series and we've talked about our mind being renewed. We're talking about engaging you. Our thoughts and even for some being healed of mental health issues because I don't even know there are real issues out there and so many times the church likes to put a band-aid over them and just ignore they're there but I'll tell you we have the greatest antidote the word of God the spirit of God the presence of God to battle anything that we face as believers we talked about having a mind that is set for victory and we know that we are fighting and battling not for victory but from a position of victory but I want to talk to you today about declaration, about your praise life. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 says this. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, here it is, if there be any praise, think on these things. And the writer here starts out and he says this, finally. It's almost like if I leave you with one thing, let me leave you with this. After all I've told you, let me leave you with this declaration because you can build on it. You can live your life by it. It will propel you to where you're going. You know, this month is a, a special month. At the end of this month on Thursday, we will eat turkey. Or for some, you know, I've been to people's house on Thanksgiving. They didn't eat turkey. I was with some people that ate beans and rice on Thanksgiving. Anybody eat beans and rice on Thanksgiving? Hey, whatever you eat, I love beans and rice, but I like turkey on Thanksgiving too, you know. I, I miss the people, they didn't eat real turkey. They ate faux turkey. And that's turkey that's not real. I'm sure, I, I didn't really care for it. You know, I had tasted some of it one time. You may like it. That's good. I'm sure the turkeys love it. You know, they're like, eat more of it. You know, I mean, you know, they probably got a national movement right now, you know, from the turkeys. But, you know, we'll eat turkey, and it's a day we set aside as Americans to offer thanks. We'll watch the Cowboys. Man, Cowboys are looking good right now. My Cowboys are, the Bucks, not so much. We're going to send them the Mastermind series. No, I'm joking. Now we're praying for the Bucks. I, you know, I was with Got to be at the game last Thursday night, and they, you know, they're right there. They just need a few adjustments. But you know, we'll watch football. I always watch the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. It's the day we set aside to offer thanks. But you know, every day as a believer needs to be a day of thanksgiving and praise. You know, the word from Genesis to Revelation we find is full of people that understood the declaration of a praise. In the Bible, the word praise is used 346 times. The very word praise. But then there's other adjectives that give glory to God and 
tell about who he is. The word praise that we see here simply means this, to express approval or admiration. To express a favorable judgment. Declaring a favorable judgment. To express admiration. And what happens is that when we begin to praise God, and our mind is right. Now listen, it's hard to give God thanks from a mind and a heart that's not right. I'm talking about pure. He said, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. He said, whatever is right, virtuous. He said, think on these things. When you understand that it's hard to, to give God a pure praise when your heart is not pure. Because the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The Bible says, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. So what is in you will eventually come out of you. Garbage in, garbage out. But when you dwell on the word of God and the things of God, what you put into you eventually comes out of you. And when you understand that, that we are people that are positioned in a place of purpose and our, our vehicle is a vehicle of decoration, we live in a voice-activated kingdom. You know, my car has all the new gadgets. And you know, most of my car is voice-activated. Now, it's, it doesn't drive by voice, but everything else can operate. I can push a button and this little voice says, what do you need me to do? I don't ever use it because I like to do everything. But, you know, I can operate my car by voice. It's voice-activated. We live in a voice-activated kingdom. You've been created. In the very beginning of the book, we find that God gave Adam authority in his voice. This is what he said. He said, name everything in this garden, label it, and give it purpose. Can you imagine that task? God created the heavens and the earth, and he told Adam to take authority over it, and by the very word of his mouth, take authority over it, label it, and give it purpose. An eagle, a snail, that's a turtle, look how slow he goes. But from the very beginning of the book, uh, two, two points I want to give you today about praise. Praise is an eternal exercise. Praise has been going on long before we were ever created, before the garden was ever instituted. The angels in the heavenlies were giving God praise. It's these eternal exercise. It will be going on long into eternity after this earth has passed away. Well, you have to understand praise was established in eternity. So if God establishes it with no expiration date, we need to be a part of it. If God puts no expiration date on it, we need to walk in it and live it out. Secondly, everyone and everything was and was and is created to praise God. Everything, the earth and the fullness thereof. Everything in this world has been created to give God glory. Everything you see in this world, even if it's been perverted by people, it was created to give God glory. Even if it was ill-used by man, it was created to give God glory. You and I, in our highest form, have been created to bring glory to God. And when you understand that, it begins to change things. It begins to change the way we see. This psalmist got it, this young shepherd that would become a king, that would defy defeat giants, the chief praiser, they would call him David. In Psalm 150, verse 1, he says this, Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the lute and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with string instruments and flutes. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clashing cymbals. But then David said, you know, I'm trying to explain it to you. I'm telling you about this and this. But let me just say it this way. Let everything that hath breath 
praise the Lord. Matter of fact, just let me break it down this season. If you're breathing, praise the Lord. If you came in here with a breath, praise the Lord. If you came in here and you're breathing right now, you have a responsibility to praise the Lord. I'm telling you, praise is powerful. Your declaration is powerful. He said, let the meditation of my mouth, let the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth, or let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. My Lord, my God, my Redeemer. There's some things that praise will do for you. First of all, praise will change the atmosphere. I'm telling you, if you come to my house, you'll walk in, it'll be nice and cold. Matter of fact, I've been traveling lately. When I got in the other day, I said, man, it's warm in here. You know what I did? You know I mean? You can come to our house in summer and Pastor Casey may be walking around with a jacket on. I mean, I can hang meat in our house. You know, I like it cold. But you know what I do if I come in and it's hot in my house? I walk over to this thing called the thermostat. And I push it down. Because that thermostat can change the atmosphere. Here's the problem with most believers. They become thermometers. They can just tell you the temperature of the room but have no ability to change the room. But I will tell you this, praise can change the atmosphere. Because I'm telling you, just this morning, getting ready for this service, I begin to thank God for who He is and what He's done. And I'm telling you, the atmosphere began to change in the very place I was at. Praise will change the atmosphere in which you are living. If you're in a dark place, praise will bring light. If you're in a place that's, that's broken, praise will begin to change the atmosphere. Not only will praise change the atmosphere, praise will change your attitude. Anybody ever had a bad attitude? Come on, don't look at me like that. I had one this week. My wife told me I had a bad attitude. I didn't believe her. But then my daughter, she confirmed it, you know, by the words of two or more. But I still didn't take their word for it. Then the lady at the drive, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking, she didn't have to tell me. But praise will, I'm telling you, it's hard to keep a bad attitude with a praise in your mouth. It's hard to stay in a place that's cynical, a place that has broken perspective and you have de a declaration of God's goodness in your mouth. Praise will change your attitude. I'm telling you, it's not long. If your attitude begins to change, praise begins to change your altitude. I'm telling you, some people never move to greater levels because they never take authority over the level they're in. They always talk about how bad it is, how broken it is, what could happen, what might happen, and the words of their mouth begin to snare them and keep them in that broken place but I'll tell you praise is like an escalator you step onto it it begins to move you from level to level glory to glory place to place I'm telling you for some of you your declaration is the very vehicle that will get you to the next level I'll not preach you there somebody won't sing you there you won't find the guy on the television your favorite television preacher that'll give you an encouraging word but you are the one that will cause yourself to either rise or fall the words of your mouth they snare you the Bible says or they propel you it changes your altitude the, the word the Bible tells me I have the ability to change my energy level by the declaration the Bible says I can stir the gifts that are within me there is nothing like me looking in the mirror even though I feel like I am broken but I look in the mirror and say Tony you are the head and not the tail the word of God declares you are blessed and highly favored the word of God declares you are destined the, pre, the, the things of God are yours they are yes and amen it begins to change my energy level and before long I feel strong in places I am weak I found out praise changes my relationships first relationship it changes is the way I see God because the longer his declaration stays in my mouth the more my perspective of who he is begins to change I'll tell you another relationship that changes through praise is the relationship with myself 
Because the longer I stay in his presence, the more I see myself the way he's created me to be. I see myself as a son of God. You may see yourself as a daughter of God. We see ourselves as the righteousness of Christ. We see ourselves blessed and favored. We see ourselves as the promise of God. But then it begins to change other relations. I'm telling you, it's hard to talk about your neighbor when there's a praise in your mouth. It's hard to type about your neighbor when there's a praise in your mouth. It's hard to say negative things about those God has placed in your life when there's a praise in your mouth. Praise changes relationship. Praise changes our desires. The Bible says he will give me the desires of my heart. What that truly means is if you're thinking about pure things and lovely things and right things and righteous things, your heart will align with the heart of God. So what now is his heart becomes your heart. And before long, the desires of my heart are being met because why? His declaration is in my mouth. Praise activates faith. I'm telling you, your faith just being here today will grow because you've been in the presence of other believers. I'm telling you, when I walked in this room, we were declaring that we will make room. We were declaring that there is a house of miracles that we are connected to. And I'm telling you, I felt the atmosphere change and I felt faith being, being stretched. The Bible said we have a responsibility to grow up our faith, to mature our faith, to stretch our faith, to build our faith. That's you and I's responsibility as a believer. And I'll tell you what will grow your faith is by stretching and declaring the word of God. Why? Because when I begin to talk about who God is and what God has done, 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 who God is and what I'm telling you, you can't help but build your faith when I think about the goodness of the Lord and what he's done for me how he saved me how he healed me how he kept me how he picked me up how he turned me around I can't help but begin to grow I'm telling you right now your faith is beginning to grow my faith begins to grow by the declaration of my mouth praise brings deliverance anybody remember Paul and Silas at a midnight they were beaten, they were locked up. Many forgot about them, but all of a sudden at midnight, they begin to sing. They begin to pray, and this is what happens. The Bible said the jail began to shake. Prisoners started getting saved. Doors begin to open, and here it is. Shackles begin to fall off. Now listen, what was meant to destroy them became a platform for ministry. Because the jailer that put them in there and put stripes on their back, the Bible said he was healed, saved, delivered. And the Bible said he moved Paul from the jail to his house. I'll tell you what praise will do. It will take the things that tried to destroy you and they become a weapon in your arsenal. You'll begin to declare what the enemy meant for evil. God turn around and use for my good. What he tried to use to take me out is now another bullet in the gun. What he tried to use to destroy me is now just another praise in the arsenal of my... Well, I'm telling you, there are some of you right now that God wants to do some things in you and what you're going through is all about what you're going Going to. So in that place that you're traveling through, if you would learn that your declaration will fuel your journey, it would change everything. Because I'm telling you, even in the valley of the shadow of death, He is with you. Even when you do not know, He does. Even when you can't find your way out, He's already made a way. It begins to grow my faith. It begins to bring deliverance. Praise releases healing. I'm telling you. When you begin to praise Him in spite of what the report says... But here's the reality. When you begin to trust him and praise him, even if the report doesn't change, that's where you become more than an overcomer. That's where you become more than a conqueror. 
when you praise him even though it doesn't change anything in your natural but you know it changes everything in eternity praise releases restoration there's some things that all the king's men and all the king's women just like Humpty Dumpty they can't put you back together but I'm telling you there's something about your declaration where you you begin to declare you are whole in the middle of your brokenness and you begin to declare who you are in the middle of your insecurities and you begin to declare what God is doing in your life in spite of what you see when you look in the mirror and when you look around and you know where you've been and you know where you are but you begin to declare that's where I'm headed because of the grace of God because of the goodness of God praise begins to restore who I am I'll tell you what praise does praise releases provision Well, you say, well, Pastor, what are you talking about? Here it is. If God has given you a vision, God has also connected it to provision. I'm going to say that again. If God has given you a vision, God has already connected it to provision. And sometimes vision and provision don't always come together. They're not always packaged in the same package. And sometimes the vision of your life requires you testifying about the provision that is on the way. There's sometimes in your journey that you just have to believe him for the provision even though he's already given you the vision in advance. But I'll tell you what happens. Vision and provision come together through the declaration of praise. When you get up and say, Lord, according to your riches and glory, you will supply every need according to your promise that is yes and amen according to the word of God that has already declared my beginning and my end because you are an alpha God and an omega God, a first God and a last God and Father if you gave me the vision you're going to give me the resources to walk it out I'll tell you what happened, it begins to unlock provision in your life and there are some of you that are waiting on the provision but if you just praise him in the meantime if you just trust him in the meantime if you just begin to open up in the meantime and give him praise here it is by saying praise releases power it's the power of God that separates us from any other group it's the power of God in our life that makes everything we read about in the word of God possible it's the power of God that activates our gifts and allows our gifts to be used and fruitful in the earth it's the power of God in us because without the power we can do nothing but with the power of God in us and through us we walk as as believers that have authority of here and on earth, heaven and on earth, and we walk knowing that what God has declared has already been settled so there are some of you in this season that your mind is now been made right and you understand who you are but now he wants you to rise up and open your mouth and get up every morning not wait till Sunday not wait till your favorite song not wait till the house of miracle comes on not wait till your favorite uh, favorite worship song is being sung but you get up on Monday all by yourself and you simply step up and say this is the day that the Lord hath made you know what I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it I don't have a band I don't have a worship team but I will tell you this I do have the ability to open my mouth and give him praise Chris if you'd come to the keys please I can come to that place where I begin to rise up and say, Lord, I know you are more than able. I know that you are worthy. I know that you are working on my behalf, even though I cannot see you. I know that you are moving ahead of where I'm at. And something begins to happen. Something begins to take place. Something begins to move for me. In Joshua chapter 6, verse 1, we're going to read this real quick. 
simply says this. Now Jericho was securely shut up. Because of the children of Israel, no one went out and no one came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given you Jericho into your hand. It's king and mighty men of valor. Here it is. You shall march around the city, all your men of war. You shall go around the city once. This will you do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times. And the priests shall blow the trumpets. And it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, I'm going to read that again. When they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up straight, man, everyone before him. Here's what he said. He said, here's how we're going to do it, Joshua. I've already given you the city. See? Matter of fact, I gave you that city before you ever got to the city. I, got, I gave you that city before you were ever in the wilderness. I gave you that city before you were ever out of Egypt. Matter of fact, I gave you that city before you were ever in Egypt. See, I've given you the city, the king, all its inhabitants. Joshua would probably be like, what are you talking about? There's a wall around the city. The king is still sitting on his throne and the army is laughing at us. And the word of the Lord was this. I want you to march around the city for six days. And I want the priest to grab hold of ram's horns. I want the ark of the covenant, the anointing, to be with you. I want you to march around for six days. But on the seventh day, six represents the flesh. He said, I want, to, I want you to march around six times until you conquer the flesh. But on the seventh day, get up early. Get up with expectation. And I want you to march around seven times. And what I want you to do is have the priests begin to blow trumpets. But on the seventh time around, I want you to get them to take the ram's horn and blow a long blast. You see, up to about 150 years ago, flags and horns or bugles were used in battle, even up to the Civil War. We find that a flag would tell us to flank left. And a flag wave one way would tell us to flank right. Flags would tell us to move forward and balance. There would be horns blown that would tell us. Why? Because they didn't have intercom systems. They didn't have radios. They didn't have microphones. So these flags and these trumpets and these bugles were used. But the ram's horn and the long blast of the ram's horn was specifically used when the battle had been won and there was victory in the camp. That's what he said. Listen. He said, when you get around on the seventh time, I want you to blow the ram's horn with a long blast. Now, can you imagine they marching around this wall six times for six days? They get around, but on the seventh day, they get up early. And they begin to blow that horn a little bit, but on the seventh time around, they begin to blow it with a long blast that is unending, that would signal to the people that the victory had already been won. They blew that trumpet when the wall was still standing. They blew that trumpet when the king was still on the throne. They blew that trumpet when, when the armies that were opposing them were still mocking them and laughing at them. But all of a sudden, they began to blow that horn with a long blast but then after the long blast something got in the spirit of the people because the Bible said they began to shout till they could shout no more they shouted till they had no voice they shouted till their vocal cords wore out they shouted till there was nothing left to give they shouted and the Bible said the wall began to shake and the wall began to fall and the wall fell flat and they went and took everything I'm telling you there's some of you that have been marching I can hear the sound some of you have been moving, but I can hear a declaration. Some of you have been marching, and the wall is still there. But I've come to tell somebody, the wall's about to fall. Come on, jump to your feet. Come on, jump to your feet this morning. 
We're going to pray in just a moment. I'm telling you, there's some of you that you've been thinking the wrong way, so your speech has been the wrong thing. But in this last season, God's been telling you, because you're getting your mind right, your declaration is getting ready to be powerful. Because you've been getting your heart aligned. The declaration of your mouth is getting ready to change the atmosphere in which you're living. The, the declaration of your mouth is getting ready to align some things in your house and in your family and in your future. Your declaration is calling some things in that you've been waiting on. Some of you have been marching, but you just made it around the sixth time. And it's the seventh day. So today an expectation is stirring. There's something about to be released in your spirit. There's some of you getting ready to march and you're getting ready to march with a greater authority. You're getting ready to walk into your home. You're getting ready to go to work, into the marketplace. You're getting ready to begin to serve in that area of ministry. You're getting ready to step into that place in your family that you have felt defeated and you have felt like there have been walls up for a season. But you're getting ready to walk in. And I'm telling you, there's going to be something different in your declaration. You're walking in with an authority. Thank you again for joining us for today's broadcast. Our prayer is that it ministered to you and it changed your life. If there's anything we can pray with you about or God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, please send us an email to info at citylifechurch.cc. We want to invite you to be our guest at one of our Sunday or Wednesday worship experiences. And you can find our times and locations on our website at citylifechurch.cc. You can also download our City Life Church app on your smartphones or tablets for more online messages. It was great having you with us today and we'll see you next time.